0: Hello, fellow safety and health professional, and welcome to another podcast and a series of podcasts based on an article in Safety and Health magazine that's all about you. You probably gaze into the mirror at least once each day to check out how you look. I'm sure you do it in the morning before you go to work. Perhaps your hair needs fixing or some aspect of your clothing needs adjusting, or you may look marvelous and head on out the door. Well, like your image in a mirror, when you reflect on an experience, you can examine it, too, to determine if you should make some changes. Now, though there are similarities, this type of what I like to call event reflection is different than reflecting to become more self-aware, which I've written about before. When you examine your drives and your feelings, it's so you can better understand yourself, particularly your desires, your motivations, how you are as a person. However, when you contemplate an event, how well you performed, the reason why it turned out the way it did, the purpose is to have a better understanding of what occurred so that you can do things to make the event be better when something similar occurs in the future. Now, when done regularly, this type of reflection can help you excel in every aspect of your personal and professional life. On my travels home from a talk or a consulting project, on the plane, I use my downtime there to go over five questions. And I use these so that I can learn from what happened. And here's the five, I call them what questions, that I ask myself and then write down my answers. Number one, what went well and why? You know, I tell a story for the first time and the audience really loved it, and I could tell it was it impacted them. They laughed a lot, or whatever I wanted, they did. Well, why? What was so good about the story? What did I do right? And then that comes to the second question so, what should I do next time? What should I remember to do next time? I might have a different audience, I might change some things, but what should I make sure to do that went well this time that will probably apply to every talk? Then on the reverse side, what didn't go as well as I thought it would, and why? All right, I tell a story for the first time, and I thought it would have a good impact, but it was, uh eh, okay. Or it didn't go over well at all. Well, why? Why didn't it go over well? Uh, so, in the reverse, what should I remember not to do next time I give that talk or tell that story? Or should I eliminate the story and, and try something different? And then I ask myself an overall question for... In my case a trip in your case it could be that or it could be a meeting or it could be a project i say what is the most important lesson i can learn from what happened and you want to reflect on those other four questions first because then you'll start to get a better feel for the overall project or the event most times you learn at least one solid lesson from reflecting like this it's not always pleasant though because you're not reminiscing just to feel nostalgic You're looking at what happened to learn what went wrong and what went right. And I'll admit, you learn more from what went wrong than what went right, but you do learn from both. Let's say you cut someone off during a meeting. You didn't realize it, but later on when you were reflecting, you said, ah, I cut John off right in the middle of uh, his sentence when he was trying to give a thought. Well, now you can say to yourself, all right, next time I'm at a meeting, I'm going to make sure that I don't cut anybody off like that. However, it is vital that you just don't recall the wrong things or the things that didn't go well. you got to pick the good stuff too, especially if it's a surprise success or a first-time success. By reflecting on negative and positive behaviors and events, the results, what happened, you're more likely to get an accurate idea of what happened and why. Plus, by including the good things that occurred, you'll enjoy the process more, so you'll be more likely to do it. one way to ensure that you reflect on your experiences is to keep a journal. It doesn't have to be extensive. Brief entries can still be a means to learn from your day-to-day behavior and outcomes. I keep a journal fairly regular. I mean, some days I miss if I'm exhausted and, you know, have to go to bed as early as I can. But keeping a journal will help it so that you can look back on your event and resolves. Let's say that you did cut off John at a meeting, the thing I mentioned earlier. And six months later, you're reviewing your journal. And you notice that you have an entry that says, don't cut people off anymore in meetings. So now you can say to yourself, how am I doing with that? Oh, really good. I stopped doing that. Or I don't do it that often. Or, oh, I forgot all about this. i got to start making sure I do it. So a journal is an excellent way to help this type of process be more Uh, Effective to have better impact. Also, any research on this subject always shows this, that it's cathartic. When you journal about things, it helps you feel better if it's something that went wrong. I know it helps me. If I had a bad day or something went wrong in one of my projects, I'll uh, write about it, and when I'm done, I can tell that helped me handle my negative emotions better. If you work with a team... Reflecting on a project or event such as a turnaround, outage, or new construction is essential to ensuring the next time you work together on a similar endeavor, the outcome is better than it was this time, even if you had a grand success. The team completed the project on time with excellent safety performance. Reflecting on what happened is still important because you want to capture a Especially the things that were not planned that was particularly helpful and good. Because they were surprises. And you're likely not to do them next time. Now that a few things go awry, well then spend some time examining the possible reasons. But keep in mind that the purpose of this kind of reflecting isn't to place blame. It's done to improve results. However, you can give some accolades though. That's fine you know if you do reflecting you say, you know Mary, you did such a great job on this we were surprised that you could get it done that fast that's fine but placing blame on an individual will shut people down and will make the process not be as near as effective as if you do it for results. Reflection can be difficult sometimes even embarrassing. You don't want to remember the things that you didn't do well but it can also be uplifting. If you did a great job, then thinking about it will make you feel good. But it's essential that you do it to your personal growth. If you make a mistake and ignore it and its consequences, then you're likely to do it again. Likewise, with something positive, if you let what happened slip from your memory, you may miss the opportunity to repeat the success. Regularly reflecting on how I could have performed better has surely helped me be A better speaker has improved my skills as a professional speaker and consultant and person. It can do the same for you as a safety and health professional, no matter what responsibilities you have. Though it's not as enjoyable as when I reflect on times when everything went as planned, this type of positive and negative reflection is vital to my growth. Because it's about learning from your ups and downs, so you can have more ups.